welcome to episode 56 of The Brand Lounge, where every Thursday we feature insightful brand stories to showcase the hundreds of ways that businesses have started, the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, and to encourage you to build your business your way. I'm Tammy Heels, your host and founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand marketing consultant. Today, I am joined once again by Maddie Alexander-Grout, founder of the multi-award winning My VIP Card, which is the UK's largest loyalty card and an employment engagement advocate for all businesses. Yes, welcome back to the show, Maddie. Hi, it's lovely to be back. Thanks for having me again. So in the last episode, listeners, Maddie and I explored the world of franchising for small businesses and Maddie shared her experience. So be sure to rack that one up on the playlist next if you missed it. But today, Maddie, we are talking all about you and your business. And I know that any of the listeners who are listening to the last episode will know that you and I have worked together quite significantly since the start of your business. But let's dive into a little bit around your business journey, around how you got started, because I feel like that's such a valuable story to share. So what was the trigger for you to create my VIP card? Okay, so um, so I started my VIP card in 2017. I had had a very, very rough journey um, with, with my, essentially, um, I had some cancerous cells removed from my cervix in 2012. Um, I was told that it would be unlikely that I would be able to have children. In 2015, I had what could only be described as the menopause uh, or which I thought was the menopause. So I went to the doctors and told them that I was having menopause symptoms. And I went through all of these tests and loads of different treatments. And they were like, yeah, no, you you are going through the menopause. Um, if you want to have children, um, I suggest that you freeze some eggs because you're not going to be able to do it now. And I was like, oh, oh, do I have to? I really wasn't particularly enthralled about having children at the time. I was a bit of a, how do I say this politically correctly? I was a bit of a pisshead. And I liked the pub and I liked going out and drinking lots. And I was a bit of a party animal. Um, and I wasn't really ready to have children. So I was like, Ugh, okay. So I, did, I came off the pill, decided to freeze some eggs. Kind of forgot that actually when you have sex, it sometimes makes you pregnant. Um, wasn't really thinking about that because I was told I was it was very unlikely I could have children. Um, apparently, when you don't think about these things, they tend to happen. So um, I got pregnant. Um, I was like, shit, this is this is not ideal. This is the not a great start. Um, I'd actually been in my corporate job for about three weeks. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get fired. Um, this is going to be bad. So I thought, well, I don't have to tell them until I'm until I've had the scan. So I just I won't say anything. I'll just keep I'll just keep them. I had the worst morning sickness. I think they must have thought I had the worst bladder in the world and trying to be sick in a work office toilet it's really not nice so in the end I actually ended up telling them because I was I was being a bit of a sick note and I was like I don't want them to fire me um, it was a bit of a risk but as it turns out they were actually amazing employers and they were really supportive and they were like no we love what you do we love your work we're, we're not going to fire you so that was great news uh, that was the first uh, the first hurdle overcome I went off on maternity leave and actually I wasn't in a particularly good place mental health wise. I had gestational diabetes. Um, I had a condition called obstetric coleostasis, which is a liver condition, which makes you itchy from head to toe all the time. It's incredibly debilitating and horrible. And I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't enjoying being pregnant. And as soon as my son was born, I started to suffer really badly. I've always been someone who really, really likes my sleep. Um, and I didn't realise that when, well, I mean, obviously I did realise that babies cry and that there was going to be issues. But when Ben was born, he was, um, there were a few complications and he was suction cupped out of me, put it, put it 
not too graphically, but he uh, he he had a bit of a bumpy start in the world. Um, he had jaundice. He had a compressed neck muscle, so he was very very agitated um, for a lot of the first month, few months of his life. And I didn't like him very much. I didn't like me very much. I didn't want to be around. I didn't want him to be around either. Um, and it was a a really really nasty few months. And I got I got diagnosed with a condition called postnatal psychosis, which is a very very horrible mental health condition I was having visions and flash like like I was seeing things that weren't there um and really I was in an an utterly terrible place and it all came to a head one day and I realized that I really needed some help um otherwise I wasn't going to be around and my son definitely wasn't either so I went and got some help I went to see a counselor and I saw her for a good five six months she was absolutely amazing um, and she really helped me to understand that actually I'd always wanted to be a mum. I just didn't. I just didn't really know it. I was always really maternal. I always really liked other people's children. And as soon as I realised that actually Ben was really important and I, he was, you know, a blessing, and actually I really did need him in my life, I kind of went the other way, and I became a bit agoraphobic. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to leave the house in case I killed him. Um, so I kind of went from wanting to kill him to not wanting to kill him, which was obviously a good thing. But I didn't want to leave the house in case we got hit by a bus or a telegraph pole fell on us or um, something horrendous happened. And genuinely, I believed that if we left the house, we would die um, in some way, shape or form. So I went from one extreme to the other. Luckily, I was still seeing my counsellor and she was really, really supportive Um but I didn't leave the house for three months. I was essentially housebound, a bit like the first lockdown, but I didn't want to go anywhere. So being in lockdown again was pretty horrible for me because I'd kind of been past that place. And actually it was, you know, there were some trials and tribulations that came with that for me, mental health wise, that I'd kind of already been, I've been there before. Although it was harder this time because when Ben was a baby, he didn't move anywhere, which was quite useful. Um, being in lockdown when you've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old, not so not so fun. But yeah, so so I, I kind of got some counselling. I went to um, a baby group under the recommendation of um, the counsellor. And I really didn't want to go. I thought it was going to be horrific. I thought that people were going to judge me. They wouldn't understand the fact that I'd had mental health conditions. But actually, they were awesome. And I made the best group of mummy friends, um, who I'm still friends with today. They are wonderful people. And we used to go every single Tuesday to to get coffee and cake uh, Haskins down the road and it was it was wonderful the more I started to meet with mums the better my my mental health got and I started to get better um, and I started a parenting forum on Facebook called the Southampton Parenting Forum which started up being a group of you know 20 mums who went for coffee and cake together and the more people added their friends the more people added their friends it just started to be a really awesome community that really supported mums with the trials and tribulations of being a parent because there there are a lot that forum now is actually seven and a half thousand people strong it's been going now for six years people love it we've actually decided to launch that as a uk wide brand now as well so we've now got the UK Parenting Forum, um, ukparentingforum.com. The website isn't quite finished, but it's getting there. So uh, we're, we're launching that. But it was the start of my VIP card. So the more I connected with my community, the more I got to know business owners and the more people I spoke to, the more I realized that actually businesses were really struggling to get customers. And I knew that because I had all these people that I could help to do something to get the community shopping local. 
I created a discount card, uh, my VIP card. The VIP stood for Very Important Parent back in the day. We launched with an utterly terrible brand, uh, which you can still find if you Google us uh, to this day. <laughs> um, I love it, though, because it's kind of like our backstory and it's where we came from. But we we started this journey and, um, you know, it was to start with, we just wanted to make a discount card that helped parents to save money when they shop local. Fast forward six years and a lot has happened with us. We've won 15 awards. We have been featured in The Guardian, The Telegraph, The Financial Times, The Metro, BBC, The Mirror, so many national publications. I've been on TV loads talking about shopping local. I'm a massive advocate for supporting the high street and people know that you know I will be out there supporting as much as possible now that everything's reopened and um, we've had a journey and it's all been through you know when I first started I networked every single day of the week for nearly two years I networked and I grew the business through helping other people uh, helping people to get their brands visible we always wanted it to be something that helped people so we've never charged anybody for advertising uh, you, know, you get a free listing on our website you get a location pin on our app there is um, op- you know anytime you tag us in your content we share um, you get opportunities to come on our podcast and all of that kind of stuff as well so we really do look after businesses and we help them to be as visible as, as we've got but it's taken hard work and hard work, consistency and self-belief. And trust me, there have been days where I have thought that my business idea is crap um, and that I'm worthless and that it's it, there's no point to any of it. Uh, of course, I've had those days. I think as a, as a self-employed small business owner, if, if we didn't say that we'd had those days, we'd be completely lying. But I found um, I, there was a day um, and I'd had a really, really, really bad experience, really bad experience with a competitor. I had tried to help somebody and they came and found out about my business model and actually then went and used it to their own gain. Um, and I was in a really terrible place mental health wise. And actually... Tammy helped me. She said to me, she said to me, Maddie, you need to come. To, there's a networking thing um, down on East Street. You need to come and you need to you need to come and, you know, we'll do some networking. We'll get you out of this funk. We, we'll, we'll get you out and, and we'll, we'll get you there. So I went to this networking thing with Tammy and it was it was a I can't remember what it was called, like a cafe, like it was a nosh bar, wasn't it? It was like a not nosh. Bar. Oh, Nusha! It was Nusha, Nusha Lounge. Yeah, Nusha Lounge. Um, and we went, and there was an incredible speaker, um, a lovely lady called Chloe Slade, and she was super inspirational, like manifesting queen. To this day, I remember just sitting and being like, "Wow, she's awesome. She's built this business from like nothing, and she's just really awesome." And I kept looking at Tammy, just being like, oh, "Wow, she's really cool." And I was nodding away and listening. And afterwards, um, Chloe, this lovely lady, she came up to me and she was like, I don't know you, but you, I need to give you something. And she gave me this tiny, in fact, I'll show you. It's in my bra, so I'll show you. For all the audio listeners. For the audio listeners, I am holding a cube of uh, rose quartz in my bra. I keep it in my bra every single day. It's lived in my bra since then. This is the key to my success. And I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. The day that she gave me this, she said, you need it. 
keep it close to you. It will ground you and it will help you to grow your business. Since then, it's been in my bra. Since then, I haven't had a day where I haven't pushed my business forward. Maybe my mindset changed. Maybe this little stone changed my life. But no one's buying this, by the way. I'm not selling it. It's, it's mine. But this stone changed my life. Um, and it it lives in my bra with a couple of others now, actually, as well, because I found that the, the, the secret power of healing crystals really helps. But maybe I'm woo-woo, call me a bit weird. But um, I genuinely now believe that power, like law of attraction, uh, manifesting, hard work and having a plan all play a really, really, really big part in being a business owner. And I think I'm successful because my mindset changed. And I was so inspired on that day by that lovely lady that she changed my life. And I have told her this before. Um, she knows it. But in case she's listening to this podcast, um, I just want to say a huge thank you to Chloe because she really did change. And I really think that the business changed. Um, I found the power and I found the self-belief that I needed to push the business forward. And that's what I've done for the last for the last year. But it wasn't without its hurdles and without its mental health challenges. But I've I've known where I needed to get support and help. And it's really important that when you're growing a business, that you have a community around you mm -hmm. and people that you can bounce off um, and people who you can share your struggles with. Because otherwise it's just super lonely and you just need those. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And what a wonderful story to share. So I'm a I'm a huge fangirl of Chloe as well so Chloe Chloe Slade runs two businesses she runs Vibe and Flow which is very much around manifestation and she is absolutely incredible I highly recommend having a look at um, both Chloe Slade I think she's it's Chloe Slade on Instagram and yeah. Vibe and Flow on Instagram and she does amazing reels as well they're wicked yeah she does so lots around manifestation but she also co-runs um, Cone Accountancy as well with her partner so she is if you want to talk either practical or manifestation when it comes to money and mindset and things like that I highly recommend going and checking her out and yeah that evening I think Alice Benham was talking that night as well she was so Alice yeah has been on the podcast before as well it was just a wonderful evening and it's so interesting to hear that it can just be like that it can be one event or one person or even one sentence that hits you slightly differently that can really help you reshape the way that you look at your business it really is and it's incredible to hear that that's the thing it, there have been lots of pivotal moments in my life where if I hadn't done a certain thing um I wouldn't have been on a certain path so um I got pregnant again with uh, with my second halfway through running my business. And actually, I think one of the reasons I was so low is I actually had postnatal depression with, with Harriet. Um, I, I hadn't really admitted it until I was out of it, but I, I definitely had it. And I, I was in, again, not as bad a place as when I had Ben, but I was still in a, in a pretty dark place. And meeting Chloe that, that night really, really changed everything. Also as well... The night of um, the Hampshire Women's Business Awards, the night before, I'd been out with my girlfriend, uh, with my girlfriends for um, for some tapas, uh, some Greek tapas. We went to uh, the Real Greek, and I'm actually allergic to shellfish, and I really, really should learn that I even though I really like shellfish, I really shouldn't eat it. But apparently, when you're pregnant, your body gets even more susceptible to um, allergies than, than when you're not pregnant. So I had a massive, massive bowl of prawns and I came up in the most horrendous hives, uh, literally head to toe. It looked like I'd rolled in a bunch of stinging nettles. They were everywhere, just 
and it was super painful I didn't sleep very much that night and I phoned Trudy and I said I'm really sorry can you give my ticket to somebody else and she was like no (laughs) I remember you saying that you weren't gonna go and I was just like no you have to just (laughs) just point blank she was just like no I can't I'm sorry but it's too late and she was quite mean and I was like okay uh that's not normally like what Trudy is this like most horrendously supportive lady Mm -hmm. and she was like you have to come you have to come I'm sorry but your ticket has been paid for you have to come I was like but I'm really poorly Trudy no you have to come (laughs) so I was like okay I don't want to let her down and she sounds really fucking scary so I don't want so I'm gonna have to go turns out it was because I actually the big award Hampshire Women's Business of the Year I had won it and obviously she clearly knew that and it would have probably flopped the whole event if I hadn't have turned up so uh, that's why she was quite mean to me but but thank you Trudy for being mean to me because if I if you hadn't have been mean to me I would have not gone um, and if I hadn't have gone to that event I wouldn't have won that award and it wouldn't have started me off on the PR train that I, I went on I wouldn't have met Sean Goldsmith who um, was the person who helped me to franchise my business and it was one of those events that ch- again it changed it changed everything. So sometimes if you think that something isn't important, it sometimes really is. You know, sometimes I know me, you know, having having anxiety and having, um, you know, having things that, that affect me in my, in my business. I know, like today, for example, I wasn't going to come into the office um, because my husband's working from home and I... I was just like, oh, I haven't been into the office for a while and I, I want to come in. But actually, change of events a little bit. And I was like, actually, no, I, I really do need to come into the office because I've got this podcast with Tammy and I know that James wants to clean. So he'll be vacuuming and it'll be noisy. So I'll, I'll come in. And we hit our crowdfunding target today. And if I hadn't come in, I would have, because knowing what my husband's like, he, I mean, he's very supportive of my business, but he doesn't celebrate like I do. And the first person that I told, apart from Tammy, was a lovely lady who co- who, who runs our co-working space. And we shouldn't. We're not allowed to, but I had a massive hug and a woohoo, and like I cried, and it was great. But I feel like to, I feel like today is going to be a day that changes my life, and I'm so glad that I got to share that experience with Tammy as the first person to know that we hit our target because she was the first person to know. Because actually, I had to go and dry my eyes because I was crying <laughs> so much. And that's why. That's why I've got like streamy, like red eyes. Um, but Tammy was the first person that I told, and we've we've just grown our business massively um, in the space of a morning. And I know that me coming to my co-working space and going to support the high street this morning, it's where I needed to be. But I didn't know that this morning. So everything happens for a reason. I really like I, I am turning into a proper little woo woo chick. But um, you know, I've all about I've, I've always been about about the hippie love. So. <laughs> It's an important and valid thing, though, because everyone always says that business is hard. Everyone always says that it takes years and years to grow your business. But I'm still a firm believer that every every moment is a an opportunity. And that sounds really a bit wanky, but every but, moment but it's your true. business could turn around. Like any moment, the biggest client that you've ever wanted to secure, like your ideal client, your dream client could drop into your inbox at any moment. Like there is literally no reason why they wouldn't. There's no, there's yeah. no saying whether they're more likely to do it at one point or another. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know how that conversation's going to go. Like the first time you and I met, I had had a message, I think, from you saying, hey, someone's recommended that I have a conversation with you. Do you want to meet for a coffee? And we went and met for a coffee. And then 
to see the difference between because we <laughs> we met to talk about redesigning a website banner and then within 72 hours we completely rebranded your entire visual business yes yeah. yes we had um <laughs> and and actually how weird is that because if we'd never have been gone for that coffee you know we are um i am extremely confident um especially now we've we've hit our target that we are going to be a household name and we're going to be a business that people talk about and people know and you designed us you designed that brand you lady you did that (laughs) so I am like not only am I super proud that we've worked with you you know we've become really close friends and you know I if we hadn't have gone for that coffee we wouldn't be sat here right now so it's amazing thinking about how one event can change everything yeah, it. it's absolutely incredible. And I'd love to talk to you a little bit more around the branding, not just to toot my own horn because, hey. Oh, toot away, toot wonderful. toot. <laughs> but more from a perspective, because this is exactly like you were a living example of everything that I stand for and everything I talk about with my clients, and with my audience, is that your branding is not just your logo and your visual identity. No. It's the way you feel about your business and what that allows you to step into. So coming from um, a place where you had your brand that you, you know, you were reasonably attached to because obviously it was your branding. And I remember having a conversation with you, not wanting to change anything before we changed everything. But how did you feel when you have gone through that rebranding? And do you feel that it's had an impact on the way that your business has grown? Oh my God. Yes. A hundred percent. So, um, I mean, when we first met, I actually liked my first brand. I liked my first logo. It's really cute. It's like a little cartoon. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know it is cute. It is cute. And actually, you know, props to the person who designed it. Um, it's a really good drawing, right? Um, and it was lovely and it, su- it suited a purpose for us at the time. Um, but we we needed to diversify. We needed to become more of a, of a brand. And actually, we then changed to the tag, uh, which I love. And I think, you know, that is a that is a symbol of a household name. We weren't quite there yet with it, were we? I don't think so. You know, when we when we launched the brand, I was super super happy with it, really really happy. And we had we had that logo for two years, nearly two years, didn't we? Yeah, it was in the window of almost every shop in Southampton. It was like yeah, my proudest moments as a designer. It still is, and it. But actually, I spoke to an investor, and they said, Maddie, that is a window sticker. And we were like, okay, yeah, it is a window sticker because it's a window sticker. It's literally like, a window sticker. <laughs> literally a window sticker. And they were like, yeah, you need to change your branding because that window sticker is a window sticker. It needed to grow up a little bit. We you- needed to grow up a bit, yeah. So as we grew, so I came back to Tammy and I was like, I'm really, so, and I was so nervous. Oh my God, I was super nervous about having a conversation with Tammy to say, we want to change the logo because of all of the work she'd put in. But Tammy was like, that's fine brands and logos you know you should be refreshing them every couple of years you know actually you know look at pepsi they they've developed their brand over all of these years look what look what they started with and look what they're and i was like oh yeah um and she wasn't offended at all because she's a consummate professional and like i was just absolutely terrified that she was going to hate me and never work with me again but nope nope she wasn't and we sat down and 
not we didn't just sit down and talk about the logo and what it should be we sat down and we went through every single last thing that the business does every person that we talk to every touch point of the business um, and we we spoke about the values and who we were talking to and what kind of impression we wanted to make and where did our people shop and what brands did they identify with and we completely rebranded and it took a long time because there were things that I wasn't happy with. There were things you should see some of the first sketches of the new of the new brand redesign we did for my VIP rewards. God, we went through a journey on that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We really did, and I've still got. Um, in fact, what I might do is at some point I'll do a video of our brand journey because I reckon that'd be really cool. That would be wonderful. It would because I've got everything from from last step. You know, we 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 had a coffee cup at one point, didn't we? And we were just like, we're not a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But um, but it, it was it was a journey, and we went on it together. And I, the reason that I would never ever go to anybody else for rebranding my VIP card other than Tammy is because it's not just about a logo. It's not just about a design. It's about the whole brand, how it feels, how you're represented, your customers, and when you're growing, that's really important. But the biggest thing is it gave me confidence that I didn't know I had to go out there and completely, completely reinvent the business and grow to the point that we're at now. And that is the power of branding. The power of branding where you know that it's not just a logo. It shouldn't ever just be about a logo. It should be about how it makes you feel, how it makes others feel and how you are represented as a whole. And that is why Tammy is your girl for logos, for branding, not just for logos. In fact, in fact, not just logos, for the whole bloody thing. Uh, and, you know, she's helped us to get to the stage where we've got a recognisable brand. Even if we change the colour of it, it's still recognisable. And that is where you need to be. So we've, we've now got it where actually our franchisees have got all different coloured logos. You still know they're part of my VIP card. They still have the same brand. They still have the same values. But you know that they're a different entity of it. So it's really cool and it's really exciting. And I've loved working with you every step of the way. Oh, dude, me too. And I just want to put a little caveat in here to say that I'm not actually paying Maddie to say all of these. So She's really not. In fact, in <laughs> fact, I, I feel like I'm paying you. Um, I, I just gave her shares in my business because I love her that much. Like uh, she's not paying me at all. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, I would... There is there is nothing that she could do to make me say a bad word again about her and her her work ethic is amazing. This is the best testimonial ever. For I you. know, I know. I'm just going to put this <laughs> everywhere. I'm going a little bit red. So, but I think that it's important. And the reason that I was so keen to have this conversation with you as well because I find it. I think a lot of creatives out there, I'm sure, can relate. But I'm always so proud and so in awe of how my clients take their brand and use it going forward. But I'm also aware that it's not always obvious what it's like going through a branding process. So if there are listeners out there who are like, yeah, I want to rebrand, but I don't really know what it involves. They listen to the words that Maddie has used, listen to the way that she talks about her brand. And I mean, We've literally worked together from when you were just launching. I think it was within a few months of you it was, yeah. being like live and selling your products right the way through this massive journey of winning so many different awards because you've won awards for entrepreneurship, for the business, for 
like the activity and things that you're doing and also the impact that you're having. And I feel like all of that needs to be taken into account because that's what your brand should allow you to do. It should allow you to not only grow as a business, but grow as an individual and make your impact felt in a way that feels aligned with how you want your business to grow. I'm so grateful for you coming here. I'm really grateful for all the kind words, but it's also just magic from my point of view to hear how the brand has made you feel and how this identity and this strategy and all of this work that we've done together has allowed you to just kind of flourish in the way you always could have. Like there's no doubt that you could have grown this business anyway, but it's just... Branding gives you the confidence. It really does. Yeah. And mindset as well is exactly what you were saying earlier. Mindset is so important because whether it's that whole, whether you believe that you can or you can't, you're right which sounds like such a such an Instagram quote, but it is true. But it's true. And it's also um, something that is really important. It's also the people you surround yourself with. It really is. And I don't think it is any coincidence at all that on two of the most groundbreakingly direction-changing moments for my business, you've been with me. <laughs> I'm just there always. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just popping up for the success. I just look at me. Look, look what's just happened. <laughs> Oh dear. Maddie's crying. Listen. I'm crying again. <laughs> but I mean it. I really do. It's not a coincidence that you were brought into my life and you were one of the best people ever. Oh, I can't wait until we can hug. Oh, me too. <laughs> Roll on vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many cables to hug my laptop right now. <laughs> I've got too much boobs, which we oh, both yeah. have. We both have too much boobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. One last thing that I want to cover because I know that we're we're running a little bit short on time because you're a very busy lady today. And um, when it comes to marketing your business, now we've already discussed how you're literally everywhere, but when it comes to growing your business, what have you found to be either the most effective or your favorite way of marketing your business for growth? Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, I genuinely consistency. Um, it's showing up every single day and posting wherever your target audience may lie. So I've got I've got two brands, my VIP card and my VIP rewards. My VIP card, um, I have to be on Instagram and Facebook daily. And for my VIP rewards, I have to be on Clubhouse and I have to be on LinkedIn daily. So it can be quite overwhelming posting on that many that many platforms. Not everybody will have to do it. Um, what I would really recommend to people is if you are on all social media platforms think about do you actually need to be on all of those social media platforms because if your target audience don't hang out there there is no point in you being there whatsoever it's just a vanity thing isn't it just being there um for me one of the things that has grown my business exponentially um over the last four months has been clubhouse um, i am there every single day 9 a.m without fail every single weekday helping people to grow their business and what goes around comes around and i think that that has been a really, really good channel for me. Instagram Reels as well. I love doing Instagram Reels. I think I'm all right at them. Sometimes I'm like, my creative brain likes them, but it's it's really it's really helped me to identify who um, you know, more of my my target audience. And I've been losing followers, which is brilliant. And normally people go, oh, I'm losing followers. That's really crap. And it's not. It's it's the best thing that could happen because it means that your audience is narrowing down to the right target audience. Um, so I actually get quite excited when I lose people now. So um, and my reels gain me people and lose me people at the same time, which means that they must be doing their right job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's a really important thing to note is that 
there's no point in having all of the followers in the world if they're not going to be the ones that are relevant for you and your business. Because if they're not, if they're never going to convert into customers, then do you really want them following you? No, no. It's not worthwhile. So can I ask for one last piece of advice from you to share with the listeners? So from everything in your business journey today, what would be the one thing that you would want to share with someone who is maybe just starting out? Oh, that is a tough question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's about it's about being visible. You just need to be visible. And that means turning up, being consistent, letting the press know that you're there. Even if you don't think it's a particularly good story, you'd be surprised some of the things I've had published. Getting getting yourself out there in the media and just collaborating with people, networking, you know, all of those things come under visibility. Um, and that is why I am now going to self-proclaim myself to be the queen of visibility. And uh, I'm going to say that, you know, it is the most important thing is being visible. Um, and that's that's how I've grown my business. So you guys can do it too. Just have faith in the fact that the more visible you are, the more your business will grow. Right. Let's wrap this up. So where can the listeners find more of you online, Maddie? So our website is myvipcard.co.uk. Um, you can sign up as a business there for free advertising, or you can get um, a free trial to be a cardholder and save tons of money on your shopping and supporting small businesses. We are my VIP card HQ on absolutely every social media channel that there is going. Brilliant. So I will leave all of your links in the show notes for the listeners to come and find you. But thank you. Just thank you so much for coming today. It's just been an absolute delight. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and I will see you soon. So there we go, listeners. If you are enjoying the podcast, can I ask that you tell just one other person? Because it really does help the podcast to grow. It helps me to invite and host these wonderful guests every week and continue to bring you more episodes so that you can learn the ins and outs of running a business from the people who have been there and have done that. Or maybe to look at different options that are available and explore different ways of building and growing your business and your brand so until next time head on over to our communities on instagram and facebook the links in the show notes and we can continue these conversations in the brand lounge